Welcome to the Oscar Sarsosa podcast, the place where good news, media, and music collide with a different perspective. Tonight we're going to start this series, and the series is called I Know Who I Am. I Know Who I Am. And, you know, I want to start out by tonight, like, asking you, do you know who you are? Not are you sure about your preference and your taste and what nationality you are. No, not that stuff. But do you know who you are in Jesus Christ? Do you know who you are? The purpose of of this series, the purpose of this message is basically to take us, the believer, the Christian, the young person, and fulfill it to understand what happens after we're born again and to make sure that we know who we are in Christ Jesus. You know, from day one, I've always told you that the way that growth comes is not through talent, it's not ability. Because if it was like that, then churches would be huge, and they're not. Those few churches that you see on TV, those big ones, that's very few. That's why they got all the money. Most churches are very small. Most churches have 50 members. That's, that's the number. And if you have 200 people or more, you're considered a successful church. And, you know, that's cool statistic, but, I, you know, I'm tired of that. At least me, as a Christian, as a son of God, I'm tired of that because that means that the enemy is doing something. See, the enemy knows who he is, but you don't know who you are. And that's what for the next four weeks, we're going to talk about that. The series, I Know Who I Am. And tonight, we're going to talk about the state of my existence. That's the name of tonight's talk, message, topic. The state of my existence. There's two verses that are going to be the central verses of this series. And the first one is uh, Romans 3.24. And remember, let's use Amplified Version. I want you guys, since we're not going to use King James, we're going to read the Amplified Version. The Amplified Version is actually longer (laughs) So, so, you know, King James is actually shorter, but it's right to the point. But the Amplified has an Amplified version of that verse. In other words, it gives you definitions as you go along the way. So we're, we're going to go through a lot of stuff, and it's going to be good. But this is one of the verses. All are justified and made upright and in right standing with God, freely and gratuitously by his grace, his unmerited favor and mercy. Through the redemption which is provided in Christ Jesus. So that's one verse. The other verse that we're going to use as a central verse is going to be 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. 1 Corinthians 1, 30. And this is the other verse that's going to be like the central point of this series, I Know Who I Am. This is 1 Corinthians 1, 30. It's, but it is from him that you have your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom from God, revealed to us a knowledge of the divine plan of salvation previously hidden, manifesting itself as our righteousness, thus making us upright and putting us in right standing with God and our God consecration, making us pure and holy and our redemption providing. So that is an amplified version of that scripture. 
And in this scripture especially, I want to focus on three words. I don't know if you guys have ever heard these words. The word righteousness, the word sanctification, and the word justification. Have you ever heard those words before? Sometime in church you've heard you're justified, sanctified, or redeemed is a shorter version. But I remember growing up, you know, your age in, in church and even younger, I grew up a Baptist. And everybody hears about righteousness, the, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We always hear about sanctification or holiness, but the one that you really don't hear that much, or it depends what church you went to, was justification. And what we're going to do over the next several weeks is that we're going to teach and we're going to learn in Scripture what is righteousness, what is sanctification, or as in this version says, consecration, it's the same word, and what is justification, or redemption is another word. Those are big words that kind of most of us never heard before until we've come to church, but they are words that do exist in the English dictionary. And over the next several weeks, we're going to talk about this, but this verse especially talks about, basically it's saying, we are where we're at because of everything that he did for us. We have obtained and we have gotten, guys, where we're at because of Jesus Christ. Our successes in life, our good things in life, our happiness, even our, us attracting kids to the youth group has to do with you understanding these three things. Because, see, this is the thing. When you're just like everybody else, then you have to compete with everybody else. But when you're like Jesus, you have to compete with nobody. Because Jesus Christ is love, and he is powerful, and he's almighty. And in this series, and starting tonight, I want to get down to the nitty-gritty, to the foundation of understanding who you are, so that you can say, I know who I am. Because, you know, we went over a series called, What is a Christian? And we talked about the process, what happened, where we were, and where we ended up, and that we are now God's children, and that we are fulfillers of his will here on earth. But some of us kind of get stuck there because we don't understand and we start then doubting and we let the natural mind then come in and start telling us, I don't deserve this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not holy enough. I'm not powerful enough. I'm not as studious as the pastor or as those people that study the word. I'm not that and I'm not this. And it's a trick of the enemy to limit you. And I've come tonight to let you know that Satan... The devil can't put no limits on you. He can't put no limits on you. You are unlimited. You have no ceiling. You have no standard, but the only standard of God. And let me ask you, you think God is pretty powerful? You think God can do all things? You think God can create anything out of nothing? You think God can kind of attract people to him? The Bible says that if the Son of Man be lifted up, he shall draw all men unto him. So what is the key to church growth? What is the key to your life? What is the key to Christianity? It's easy. It's lift him, reflect him, and he will make everything happen. That's what the Bible means also when it says that if you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, 
then all these things shall be added unto you. I want to go to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. It's a very popular, very used verse. But I want to show you what it's really trying to say. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes, sometimes, very, very limited now, but in the past especially, maybe you're going through, maybe it's happened, thoughts come into your mind. I'm not talking about them sinful thoughts. I'm talking about just the thoughts of, is this really work? Is this really happening? And the moment that you start thinking like that, he's got you. He's got you, and it starts reflecting in every area of your life. It starts showing with your friends. It starts showing with your parents. It starts showing with your brothers and your sisters. It starts even showing with your pastors and your spiritual leaders. Everyone around you notices you're just a little different. You're just not on fire as you used to be. You're just not as excited. You don't jump and shout like you used to when you first started. Why? Because of thoughts. Let's read what the scripture says here. In Romans 12, 1, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you. It's okay to beg of you. I'm begging of you. In view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. The Apostle Paul here was saying, guys, like a good pastor in your church, like a good youth pastor, it's not that he's upset at you. It's just that he wants to see your life and your ministry be fulfilled before his eyes. Why? Because he knows that life is so much easier if you let him guide you instead of your own intelligence. But even here, he's saying, just looking at it rationally, just looking at it as a very intelligent young person that you are, wouldn't it be better to do it God's way than to do it your way? And everybody will say, amen, preacher, brother. But most of us don't do it. Why? Verse 2, because do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs. In other words, don't act like everybody else. Just because everybody else does it and because it's the trend doesn't mean you have to do it, but be transformed, change by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight. So in other words, in plain English, in a unamplified way, it means change the way you think. Change the way that you view things. I don't know if it was this week or last week. I said, if you change your world by the way you think, you can change your world just by thinking because you are the prophet of your own life. See, I am not who you say I am. I am who I think that I am. And if you think that you're a loser, a failure, and you don't know the word, and you don't have the ability, then so it is, and people will see that. But see, when people know that you think of yourself a certain way, they'll start treating you. Even in the natural realm, people say, people treat you like you view yourself or you treat yourself. If you want respect, you respect yourself. Everyone will respect you. 
If you play around and joke around with everything in life, everybody will play around and joke around with you and everything in life. See, in verse 1, it's saying, dude, I beg of you. I'm pleading to you guys that there's so much more that God has for you. There's so much more that God wants to do with you, but you have to do it as a sacrifice. You have to put away things and get away from certain things. I'm not saying to turn your back on your friends. I'm not saying to not hang out with your mom and your dad because they don't come to church. I'm not saying to do that. But what I am saying is you have a testimony. And you have the way you treat yourself and your body is an example to many others. And how do we do this? By being transformed by the renewing of our mind. When we change the way we think, then our world will change. If we do the same thing that we always did, what does it say? You always get the same result that you've always gotten. If you want something different in life, you got to do something different. If you're having a problem with a relationship, if you're having a problem with a situation, if things are just not working out and it hasn't changed, I got news for you. It's never going to change. It's not going to change until what? Until that person or until you change the way you think. Pastor even said a couple, several services ago, most things that don't start out right, they never end up right. They can be fixed, but are you willing to go through the pain? Are you really in that, in love with that? Are you really that dedicated to that? But I tell you, ask yourself this. With any situation, you can fill in the blank in life. Maybe it's not that easy because maybe it's not from God. Maybe you're trying to do something that is not even part of your divine plan here on earth. See, us humans, we're good at that. But one thing I want to explain to you. Yeah, we live in this body, but we're not of this world anymore. If you would like to learn more about this podcast, visit us at www.oncealiens.com. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on iTunes, YouTube, or SoundCloud. This podcast has been brought to you by Once Aliens. We're never done. We're always believing. We're always creating. We get better every day.